Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Welcome back to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. It's Melissa Joy here today, and I am so pleased to be joined by my good friend, Laura Webb. Laura is the president and founder of Webb Investment Services, a wealth management and investments consulting firm in Western North Carolina, which she established in 1995. She is an advocate for women, especially women in business, and she helped to start a successful women in business initiative in Asheville called Women Up, which was one of the reasons that the Asheville Chamber of Commerce received the 2019 Chamber of the Year. And Laura, I know that you're strongly involved in the Chamber. In fact, I think you're the president this year. Welcome to our podcast, Laura Webb. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I didn't even mention that you also are a podcast host yourself. We'll make sure to include that when we have our show notes. Um, but you're a longtime friend of mine, someone who I'm, I've always respected in the world of financial planning, um, and I feel so fortunate that we've gotten to spend time together over the years, even though um, we're recording this across the miles today. How yes. are you doing? Doing very, very well here in Western North Carolina, so all's well. Well, we have a really important topic that I think you and I have talked about a lot and we've shared it with other people and I'm glad that we can memorialize it in this recording. We want to talk about networking and how it relates to your personal success. And it may sound like we're talking toward women today. I think that this conversation is appropriate for women and men, but we have both done a lot of work in the world of supporting women in business. For myself, it's supporting women who are financial advisors. And so this discussion about networking and how it relates to your success and your money is one that I don't hear enough. And I, I, so I'm excited to have the discussion today. Um, well, I'm thrilled and you know I'm passionate about it. Well, I'd like to start at a critical moment in my personal history when you told me that there are peeps in your life and there's a posse and you need to gather up your peeps and your posse. It was a low moment for me in my career where I didn't know what my next moves might be. It was really um, the, the same moments of the births of Pearl planning. So actually a really special moment in my personal history. Um, but you talked about these two concepts, um, that most of our listeners probably aren't familiar with who the heck are your peeps and who are the, your posse? So can you describe what that is and give a little bit of insight into the pep talk that really made a difference in my life? Well, I'm, th I'm thrilled to, so I'm going to start with your peeps and you know, both it can, um, in your personal life and even in your professional life, your peeps are those that kind of first tier of people that you talk to, you expose what's going on personally, good things, bad things, you know, there's a struggle that you might have that you may be less comfortable, other people knowing. So it's that first tier, you know, sometimes if something really bad happens or something good happens, it's that first small network of people that you might communicate with. And that can apply both personally and professionally. So that's kind of what your peeps are. 
then your posse is this broader group of people that you've worked and cultivated. And I think we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about how to, how to do that, but uh, that you have a mutual respect, you, you admire you and they're in your broader network. It may not be the first phone call that you have, but it's a phone call that you know that you can make and that there's a willing recipient on the other end. And so that's kind of a broader group of people that um, hopefully, you know, um, I'm a believer in cultivating over time that can really help you navigate through all sorts of stages in your career. So I think that you've just described a couple different groups of people that when people traditionally hear, you need to network, go just meet people. This is kind of giving you some lanes to understand what the point is. And we're going to spend most of our time talking about the posse. So that's the broader network where there's reciprocal respect and willingness to, whether it's help each other out, open doors, provide advice, et cetera. But before we move on, I think that that the peeps, the people that are your innermost circle, and you may have a different group for business versus personal. I think they are so critical. You need a place where you can be the real you. Because the outside world, as we know from social media or just, you know, the, the face that you put on in business, that um, outside world, you don't always show, um, you know, your bad hair days. And so if you really know who the people are that you can trust to really be you and to be vulnerable and to tell, you know, not only your victories, but what is keeping you down. That is an invaluable resource and a group of people that can truly be honest with you. And I think in our pep talk, you were even, you named my peeps. You said, here's your peeps, Sarah, Tracy, you know, Laura. And then, you know, and here, because we know each other well, here's your posse. Here's all the other people that you can reach out to. And we talked about how to use that posse and how to activate that posse. That's right. Before we move on to the posse, I think when we were preparing for this episode, you said talk more, especially with your, um, if you're a woman, with your close friends about money. And I think that's a good tie-in to why this is, a, why are we talking about networking on a money podcast? Your network can be an invaluable resource for your human capital or your ability to earn money, your ability to be successful. And they're also terrific sounding boards that can introduce you to concepts, people, ways to think about things, way to, ways to understand things. And you're passionate about encouraging people to talk more about money. And this is exactly the perfect group to be talking. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, one of the things to, I like to think about it, you know, when you think about your network, one is you, um, lots of times if you're, you think about business development, there's a people, there's a network for that. Then there's kind of maybe a network that you need or uh, to cultivate for, for your own professional career, you know, that it's going to help you not just cultivate or garner new business, but that is going to, that can help you learn, um, see other opportunities that other people might see you and your abilities and, um, uh, and and help help create those opportunities. And the third, I always kind of say, is like a resource network, mm-hmm. which is I don't know. It's um, Melissa. You know, you're kind of one of those for us, and some, a lot of women in this industry is we'll call you. How do you do this? How did you integrate that? So you're uh, you know you're kind of you fit in a bunch of those different categories, but you're a great resource. And so it's wonderful to to cultivate and develop those types of networks and how that can help you 
improve your your financial standing, your place in life, your career, your income, all that kind of stuff can help improve that for you by having those people in your life. Yeah, and I think that in traditional circles, you would always like text your friends like, who do you see for a doctor? Or which kid in the neighborhood is a good babysitter? And this conversation is a little more about how do I negotiate my salary? I have my review coming up or who do you use as a CPA or, you know, nowadays do you have a financial planner and who do you work with? So that resource network isn't just the traditional, tell me who cleans your house. Absolutely. And I think as women, we, we do that so much. We've always done that with, so I say the personal side of life, but we need to do that same thing for the professional and financial side of our lives. Amen. That's so true. And so your close network, try it out. Cause I think that you'll find if you start to have those conversations, you may feel like I'm probably behind. I don't understand this or that. I feel like everybody else is, has a little more information than me and I'm just, you know, I'm waiting to catch up, but I feel uncomfortable mentioning it. And the reality is most people are kind of, you know, learning on the job just like you are when it comes to money. And hopefully this, things like this podcast are a resource for you. A wonderful resource because it gives people to be able to learn and listen to this on their own in their own time. And then it may help spur them to have those conversations with the closer people in their network. So number one homework is to have those conversations. The next time you think in your mind, oh, I, I need to mention this or that, have a discussion with the, with your book group or the person you walk with or somebody you really trust in your life. And also, you know, express appreciation. If those, if you know who your people are, then like I do for you, Laura, you know, express your gratitude as I have many times and, and vice versa for um, those people that are really being there for you. And if you don't feel like you have those people that are the closest, tightest, then, you know, evaluate how you can change that. Um, so nothing is a permanent state and start to develop the relationships. And perhaps as we, you know, kind of transition to the discussion of your broader posse network, um, you can be thinking about who in your posse you really want to be closer to. So why do you develop that posse, that more extensive network, the broader network? We've kind of made the case, but tell me a little bit more about that, Laura. Well, think about it in, in, in that it helps you, um, it helps you navigate all sorts of aspects for life. And what is interesting that it ends up being really good for business. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and so part of that, and one of the things, and I think you'll probably talk about this a little bit more, but I want is how you can build and activate that is by you coming to things, not from something I need and I want, but you offering up yourself to other people to be helpful you know, you are always helpful, Melissa, and I feel open for when people have questions and need help or want to navigate. And so that's kind of one of the first things is, is that none of us like it when somebody always is trying to, you know, want something from us. And so to build some of that network and that trust is usually, you know, you need to sort of offer up, uh, you, you know, sort of say lead with the servant's heart, mm-hmm. you know, where you're willing to help somebody else and it will come back to help you um, fivefold, I think, because I, I think, and you, I mean, it's easy to talk about your circumstance, but what was interesting is, is that by having developed that network and the, that, um, and the gifts of different people, 
when you were in a particular circumstance, everybody could come and offer, well, I can, I'll help do this. Or, you know, if you want to just talk about this, you know, different people offer different skills and abilities and expertises. So um, I think that that really helps build broad support for you moving forward. It's so true. So I think that the first element of being that servant, you're having that giving mentality, which um, if you've ever read Adam Grant's book, Give and Take, you know, it's all about if you're a giver, but you, you know, it's okay to be somewhat self-motivated knowing that I may, you know, ask for a return of favor or, you know, develop a relationship where it's natural to just help each other out. That's, that mentality is really critical. And the first way for you to figure out what other people could use or need from your skill set is to be inquisitive and to listen and to learn who they are and what's going on in their lives or in their business lives so that you can thus, you know, especially if you're junior, if you're really like starting to build your career and maybe you've learned some of the nuts and bolts of things that others just, you know, haven't been doing for a while. That's really what helped me to kind of build an extraordinary network of other financial professionals. And we're both talking with an entrepreneur's hat on because that's who we are. But the same goes if you're in a corporation and and you're really looking to um, enhance your career opportunities, then, you know, not just being knowing who's on your team, but who's outside of your team, being a resource, talking about what you do, but listening to what they do. All of those are, are critical skills that can kind of build up the opportunity for support. And it's extraordinarily rewarding to help people out along the way. Well, and one of the things that I'll tell you is a lot of, we're all busy. And I enjoy a joke and someone says, well, I'm busy. You know, I don't really, well, everybody's busy, but you cannot afford not to focus on this because the impact that it will have, like I said, by, by you leading with the servant's heart, by you making the time to reach out and, and cultivate and help other people it will come back to you fivefold. It's so true. (laughs) And you never know when you're going to need it. So I always encourage people when they make connections, sometimes they may feel like the person that they meet doesn't have the time or the desire to, you know, have it be any, anything more than a moment in time. Yeah. The reality is it doesn't take much more of their time or your time to, really establish and 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 my secret is is you need to interact at least twice. I think that if you have met somebody at a conference or in today's day and age over social media or on Zoom, the first interaction is what happens all the time. So it's a you know brief contact, um, ping <laughs> ping pong, bouncing off onto something else, moving on. And, you know, sometimes you may meet someone who you think would be a really great connection, but you don't want to bother them. Well, that's what everybody thinks. So, you know, nine times out of 10, people meet Laura. They think, oh, that she's this powerful woman in Asheville. I would love to know more about her, but I don't want to bug her. And so, you don't. it's not like you're bombarded with people needing something from you or, or wanting to connect. Is that, is that fair to say? Definitely fair to say. Um, I mean, I, I so um, I, I agree with that. And part of it is is sort of knowing where. And I'm I don't know if this is generational. And I would love your take on this. 
is sort of how you do that. Like most people are really willing if you approach things. It's how I fundraise. It's like, I really like to pick your brain. I want to understand, you know, so you're asking them all about them or what they think or where, you know, their particular area of expertise. It's not about you. But I will tell you is, and it's kind of different in this COVID, you know what I mean, tech, mm-hmm. virtual environment, is um, if someone only that I don't know sends me an email, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to respond because I get so many emails. But there are other touches that somebody could leave me a message or, you know, or call or send, a, uh, send an email and then call or just whatever the point is, is that something that is... Um, you know, I think you want to know who your audience is, is in trying to make that kind of communication. Because sometimes I think people just think if they send an email, then they should get a response. And that's not exactly the case. Right. It's more difficult if it's completely cold. But let's say that you met each other um, at a conference, a virtual conference, whatever. Or so like, I I can think of a great example. I, um, a friend of mine has a startup that's a website company. I, they, every time they build a website, they promote who, um, the website is for, and it happened to be someone who I think could perhaps I could help her business and um, she could be a good fit for some of my clients. So rather than me cold saying, Hey, um, going direct an email to her, I asked the people, my friends who have the connection, Hey, do you know this person? I, I think you do. Would you be willing to introduce me? Here's why. And, you know, um, so, you know, you can kind of circle around that somebody I don't know at all, but I do think that there's a business case for her for her to know me. So, and I kind of laid that into the email requesting the introduction, but I can also think of yesterday. I got a um, phone call from somebody who I met very briefly at a conference and she, I did offer at that conference when I did a presentation um, for people to be able to schedule a time with me. And she scheduled 15 minutes to talk about um, some marketing that she's doing for her work. So we've, we've interacted twice, a five minute or less conversation. We're connected on social media on LinkedIn. And then um, we did a 15 minute call. I, you know, I know very little about her, but I know a little bit. I knew her name when I I heard that she'd called. And then she needed um, to talk through something yesterday. And I was happy to take the call because I have that just, it's a very like um, shallow, you know, kind of relationship so far but she was willing to reach out and, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I don't have time today. Um, but she needs, you know, some information that I have. So that's, those are the types, that's a great example of like kind of the posse where she knows, you know, she can, she can reach out to Melissa. And I told her, you know, next time you need something, let me know. Well, I mean, there's, you know, that, you know, how that works and how Faith who ended up joining you know, my team, she came up to me when I did a presentation at this woman up and said, I'm in the business. I would just, I'd love to pick your brain. I'm like, okay, great. So that's how we met. And it wasn't that I was looking for somebody to join my team then. And she wasn't looking to leave where she was then, but it ended up over time by forming that relationship. And then as you know, what you know her is, is that, so part of, I've made those introductions to some of my broader posse and Mm -hmm. she's She's, she's offered up some things to you to say, this is how we've done some of the stuff with, you know, and then you've also been very giving when she's inquired. So it just has created a really positive um, resource network to help us all be more successful and leverage our businesses and hopefully improve our financial standing too. 
That's right. So, uh, you know, it's a shortcut um, having that network where you can get in either in front of the people that you need or using Faith as an example. I emailed Faith this week, Faith and um, one of my colleagues, because I'm trying to do something technology wise that Faith is doing now. So I asked her, you know, hey, Faith, can you touch base with Morgan on this particular topic? And that's a prime example when we're talking about So we've talked about how do you build your network, which is to be intentional. It's to not, you know, if you're sitting there saying, I just don't have one. Okay, then what are you doing to create it? And it's not a, this is not a um, 30 day, you know, um, boot camp. This is a way of life, a process in life. Totally. Um, But, you know, it, it pays dividends and there's compounding returns to um, cultivating relationships and, and knowing people. Well, and you, you said it by being intentional, but you need to be a connector. And we've talked, we've yes. used examples of that, but you, you connecting other people and that helps. And then you build some cred that particular way. And then there may be an opportunity sometime in the future. You need to say, Hey, like you had done, can you, you know, I would love for you to connect me with this person. And it makes it because you've helped somebody else do that. So be a connector. And I'm going to say, be trustworthy because you know, you, you need to not approach things just like what's in it for me. Yes. You, you need to be congruent and transparent and genuine. Real. Yes. People. Absolutely. So, you know, don't, don't just connect on the business side. It doesn't need to be TMI. You no. don't have to overshare, but be personal. You know, no, no, um, you know, that your spouse is named John, that you're, you know, that your mom, we had a conversation about your mom, you know, be real um, and connect, not just on the surface. So I think what we're leaving people with is to have that giver mentality, but also be willing to exchange and be reciprocal and ask. Yes. You, if you put deposits in the bank, they're, they're willing to be, they're there to be withdrawn. Yeah. I mean, one time someone put, talked about like the emotional bank account. If you don't have any relationship, there's, there's, you know, no balance in there, but if you've built some kind of connection, then there is. So, you know, you have some, some room it, when you need to get, to ask. Absolutely. And recognize that that network that you're building is a resource for your career, which is a critical component for most of us for our financial success. So our renewable, sustainable, important resource is our, especially earlier in our lives, is our capability of earning over time in our career. And so this is a money conversation. Your network is important to your financial success. And so don't discount that and be intentional. It sounds, it, it sounds like either work or disingenuous to be, you know, really specific about career goals and networking goals. It's not, this is, this is the way the world works. Absolutely. And by having which I think, you know, the conversations with other and, you know, you know, where I spend a lot of my energy, as you know, is is with women and women in business. But by having those conversations with each other, you know, at being talking, you learn, you might learn how to um, more comfortably ask or execute. I'll give a simple example is a friend of mine who um, works with a credit card processing company and she had a difficult employee. And so she used her girlfriends, which were, you know, um, 
basically to help her think through how she needed to approach this particular circumstance. And she is a very well and skilled person. So by having that conversation, it helped her um, uh, improve how she was going to deal with that. It's the same thing about if you were going to go for, if you are for promotion or a raise or a new job and asking for money, or if you're an entrepreneur pricing your products or, you know, I mean, make getting comfortable with talking about all the money side of it. It's um, this is the perfect network. Your posse is a great network to have some of those conversations with. I appreciate that you are part. You're both a peep and a posse in my life. (laughs) And I hope that we've given you both the concepts as a listener to what your network may, you may want your network to look like, but also some concrete examples of when you can kind of recognize that, you're using your network appropriately and and how to kind of break in there. I mean, and you have done such a good job. Like I said, you lead by example. I think you do that with your network, um, professional network. You do that with your clients. And um, so I'm thrilled to be, uh, I'm a big fan, as you know. I'm thrilled. (laughs) I I just can't wait until we're able to be sitting in the same room so we can, you know, toast to that. But in the meantime, I appreciate you over the miles. And I always, when I think about networking, I think about Laura Webb. So thank you for sharing some of your wisdom with our broader audience. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about pearl planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.